0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Prayer tonight before service. We do have pre-service prayer. If you're not aware of that, we do have prayer at 6:45. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I just want you to know we do have prayer, but in prayer tonight before church, the Lord laid a couple of scriptures on my mind and my heart. Maybe it was just for me, but I'm going to share it with you tonight. I don't, have, I don't have much as far as a sermon tonight. I don't have much way as far as a, an organized outline. I've just got a few things written here on a piece of paper that I feel like the Lord would have us to know tonight. Amen. You can be seated if you want to. Praise the Lord. Thank you to our team here tonight hallelujah, this might be five minutes, it might be ten minutes, it might be longer, I don't know, but I'm going to tell you tonight, this church is gifted, and God has enabled our church, God has blessed this church in in a special way, and uh, I look around service from service to service, and I see not just talent. I see giftings. I see how the Lord has used people and how the Lord has enabled people to do things beyond their natural ability. And God has certainly put His hand upon us, and that only comes through the power of the Holy Ghost. It only comes through the gift of the Holy Ghost. When God gives people the Holy Ghost, He enables them. When He puts His Spirit in people, it's for a reason. It's not just so we can have joy, and that is certainly a byproduct of the Holy Ghost. Amen? We get joy when we get the Holy Ghost. We get peace when we get the Holy Ghost. God has blessed us, but God gives us the Holy Ghost for a reason, and that is so we can do something for Him, so we can work for Him. Amen. God has gifted you. If there's somebody close enough to you, why don't you turn to somebody and tell them, God has gifted you. God has given you a gift. Praise the Lord. But Sometimes that gifting, sometimes that gifting gets lost in the shuffle. Sometimes that gifting gets lost in life. We're distracted sometimes and we're consumed with other things. We're consumed with life. Sometimes we're consumed with selfishness. Sometimes we're consumed with our own pursuits. Sometimes we're distracted by what's going on around us. Sometimes we're, we're pulled aside by too many other things, and the gifting that God has given to us gets covered up. But, I, but as I was praying tonight before service, a scripture came to my mind, and again, this might just be for Derek Hansen, but I feel like it's probably for all of us, it's for New Life, and I hope the people that didn't come to church tonight, I hope that they're watching, because I have a message for them too, and God has gifted this church so we can do work for Him. And as I was praying tonight, a scripture came to my mind. It's it's in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 14. And the Apostle Paul, of course, is writing to Timothy, and Timothy is his son in the gospel. Paul is mentoring him in a way. And if you read through the books of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, Paul is telling him about being a, a leader, telling him about being in the ministry. And Paul makes the statement, he says, um, in one verse in this writing, he said that God has enabled me. Now listen to this. This is what Paul told Timothy that God has enabled me. This is not the verse on the screen, but this is a, a different verse. That he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. He said, Timothy, God he he considered me faithful, so he put me in the ministry. And, and Paul writes to Timothy, and he tells him the qualifications of being a leader, of being a bishop, of being an elder, and he says, you know, you have to be above reproach, you, you can't have multiple wives, you need to be the husband of one wife, and he goes through all of these qualifications, and then he gets to chapter 4, verse number 14, and this is what the Apostle Paul tells Timothy. He says this, and I want you to notice this, if you're, if you're a young person or if you're Uh, In kids club age, this doesn't mean you need to tune out. I want you to hear this tonight. He said to Timothy, who is his young preacher, coming up, getting ready to preach the gospel, he said, Timothy, neglect not the gift that is in thee. Which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. So Timothy, you're gifted. Timothy... You've got a calling. Praise the Lord. Aubrey, you've got a calling. Sister Lauren, you've got a calling. Shasta, you have a calling. Haley, God's got a calling for you. Logan, you've got a calling. Every person in here, Daniel, you've got a calling. And so the Lord calls people. He gifts people. He enables people. Amen? Amen? He enables people. He enables people to do the work that he's called them to. To do. He has gifted them. And so Paul writes to Timothy and he says, Hey Timothy, you may not feel like you're worthy. Timothy, you may not feel like you have any natural ability. Timothy, you may have been raised by your mother and your grandmother. You may not have had a father in the picture. I, you know, the Bible doesn't say, it just says that he was, he had the unfeigned faith of his mother and his grandmother. But he says, Timothy, he said, You're gifted, so neglect not the gift that's in you which was given to thee by prophecy, by the laying on of hands, by the presbytery. You have a gift. And so New Life, United Pentecostal Church, I don't want to just beat a dead horse tonight, but I do want to tell every person here today, regardless of your background, regardless of where you came from, regardless of your history, regardless of your family heritage or or any of that stuff, when God gave you the Holy Ghost, God gifted you. God enabled you to do a work for Him. And so my message to anybody that's here and anybody that may be listening, do not neglect the gift that God has given to you. God has given you a gift, not so we can go hide in a corner, not so we can cower away and just hide ourselves and hope just life passes us by. But God has given us a gift so that we can do a great work for Him. New Life United Pentecostal Church is not here by accident. You're not a part of this church by accident. But God has put you here on purpose. You say, what did God put me here so you could do a work for Him? But I don't feel worthy. But God has gifted you. It's not our own ability. It's not our own talent. It's the gifting of God. So Timothy, neglect not the gift that is in you. And so I would tell us tonight that we need to be careful We need to be careful because it's so easy right now. It's so easy right now to get distracted. It is easy right now to get covered up by life. It's easy to get wrapped up in what's going on at work. It's easy to get wrapped up in what's going on in our families. It's easy to get wrapped up in what's going on in the entertainment world. That's why you need to guard your heart. You need to guard your life, what you're watching, what you're listening to, because that becomes a distraction to us. And if we're wrapped up in what's going on around us, and we're so caught up and our mind is so occupied. If our mind is occupied, see, some of you right now are probably tuned out to me right now. But if your mind is so far away, you're going to miss that opportunity. And this is what Paul is telling Timothy. Don't neglect what God's calling you to do. You say, I'm only 15. I'm only 16. I'm only 10. How old are you, Gentry? I'm only 6. You say, I'm only 6. But I'm going to tell you, God's got a gifting for this young man too. Praise the Lord. And you know what? We're going to be tempted. We're going to be pulled. We're going to be pulled so that, you know, we'll want to be so involved in what's going on in life. Our our vocation will pull at us. But God's saying, I've got something better than your vocation. Our, Our school, our friends at school are going to be pulling on us. Come be like us. But God's saying, I've got something better than than you just assimilating and being like everybody else. Praise the Lord. God's got something great for you. Amen. And so he says, don't neglect the gift. He has something special for us. Isaiah said, Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 6, he saw, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. Isaiah has this vision. He sees the majesty, the greatness of the Lord. And as this is going on, he sees the seraphims, the angelic creatures. They're flying. Their wings are flying back and forth. And one of them takes a live coal off of the altar. But these these seraphims are saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. And one of them takes the coal off of the altar and comes and lays it on Isaiah's lips. Because Isaiah's response to the Lord was, Woe is me. I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. And God says, I'll take care of that. God says, I'll take care of that. And he takes a live coal off of the altar. And that seraphim lays it on Isaiah's lips. I'm a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of an unclean people, unjust people. But Isaiah heard a voice. He said, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And Isaiah said, here am I, Lord, send me. Here am I, send me. So my prayer today, Lord, here am I, send me. But Derek, your parents got divorced when you were 15 years old. Here am I, send me. But Derek, you made some mistakes along the way. Lord, here am I, send me. Praise the Lord. See, we discount ourselves. And we shortchange ourselves. We we say we can't do it because of this. Or I'm not worthy because of that. But I'm going to tell you, God gifts you to do whatever He's called you to do. Praise the Lord. And the Lord speaks to people. I think the Lord's speaking to New Life United Pentecostal Church right now. He's saying, who... Whom shall I send? Who's going to go? I think the Lord is saying to New Life United Pentecostal Church, who's going to be a soul winner? Who's going to be a prayer warrior? Who's going to be a worshiper? Who's going to be my voice? Who's going to be the light? Who's going to be the salt? That's what I hear the Lord saying right now. I'm not sermonizing tonight. This, This is it, folks. But I hear the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who's going to be the light? Neglect not the gift. You're gifted. You are gifted. The Lord took Moses. He's he's working in Midian, the desert of Midian. He's he's a shepherd for his father-in-law. And many of you know the story. As he's out there working the sheep, he sees a bush on fire. And the bush does not, Is not consumed it just keeps burning and burning and burning he says I've got to go see this and the Bible says he turns aside some of you need to turn aside right now the Lord is is dealing with you but you're saying no no I've got this issue in my life I've got this problem I mean you're consumed with your problems and the Lord's showing you I I want to talk to you the Lord's dealing with you even on a Wednesday night God can be dealing with you and speaking to you. He wants you to turn aside. What that means is he wants you to go find a place to pray. He wants you to pray. God wants you to pray. Oh, no, not, not, not me. Not, surely not me. Who am I? He wants you to pray. That's what Moses thought. I'm a shepherd. Shepherds were the lowest of all the vocations. Shepherds were nobody. And here Moses, he's tending sheep and the uh, Bushes on fire and he turns aside and all of a sudden the Lord speaks to him and says, Moses, stop. Take your shoes off because the ground you're standing on is holy ground. And he took his shoes off and the Lord began to talk to him. And he said, Moses, I got something for you to do. Melody, got something for you to do. Jerry, got something for you to do. Me? Me? Are you sure? God? Don't you mean my father-in-law, Jethro, or don't you mean somebody else that's of importance? You know, Jethro, he's the priest. He's the important guy. Don't you mean, no, no, Moses, I have a job for you. I have something for you to do. Moses, I want you to go back to Egypt to where you left your people, and I want you to lead them out. Me, Lord? You want me to go back and lead? You want me to do what? said, yeah, I want you to go back. But, but Lord, I, I, I can hardly even talk Hebrew. I don't even know much about this language. You want me, God, I, my, my, my speech, I, I, it's, it's not even right. How can I do that? He said, I'll take care of it. I'll gift you. I'll show you how to, I'll give you the words. He said, but God, it's, it can't be me. How can I do that? He said, I'll, I'll, I'll send your brother along. Aaron can help. God had a job for him. This, I know this is simple tonight, but New Life United Pentecostal Church, God has a job for us. You know what the Bible says? It says the giftings, the callings and the giftings of God are without repentance. Sometimes people just think, well, I'm just a part of that church. I'm just, I'm just part of that church. I don't really do anything. That's a sad statement, by the way, to be a part of a group of people and not do anything, to not be involved in some way, some measure of ministry. I'm not criticizing anybody, but my goal is to get every person in this church involved in ministry. Every person is supposed to be a minister. Kenneth Meeks, you're supposed to be a minister. And I don't say that lighthearted. Every person in here, you have a ministry. Praise the Lord. It's, in fact, he, Ephesians chapter 4 says that God has put in the church pastors, prophets, evangelists, excuse me, prophets, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists for the perfecting or the growth, the maturing of the saints for the work of ministry. Praise the Lord. New life is gifted tonight physically spiritually so the other scripture that the lord gave me as i was praying is just a couple of pages over in second timothy he said neglect not the gift but if you'll turn to second timothy chapter one verse number six here's the other scripture see it? Everybody see it on the screen? Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Stir up the gift of God. The the NIV phrases it this way, fan into the flame of the fire. Sometimes we need personal revival. That's what this is about, folks. It's about personal revival. Because sometimes we lose sight of our gifting and what we're supposed to do. Sometimes we lose our vision. We lose our purpose. God gifts people. But sometimes, as I've already said, it gets covered up in life. It gets covered up in everything else happening. And we're consumed with our own problems. And we're consumed with our own life. And we're consumed about what's going on around us and the people around us. And we're, we're just so focused on every other thing but the gifting. So let me ask you a question. What's God gifted you? How has God enabled you? Aubrey, how has God enabled you? Russell, how has God enabled you? How has he gifted you? In what way, what fashion, what manner? What's God prompting you to do? What's God pushing you to do? When 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 you get in the presence of the Lord, what are you feeling from the Lord? I'm not feeling anything. Maybe you need to pray. Maybe you need to get close to God. Maybe you need to cut off some entertainment. Maybe you need to cut off some people in your life. Maybe there's some people in your life that you just, right now, that you need to stop talking to because they're distracting you. They're pulling you away from your calling. So he says, neglect not to get stirred up stir it up. Stir it up. Aubrey, would you come and play for a minute? I don't know. You know what I think for New Life United Pentecostal church? I think we need revival. And you know, as I was praying there before service and and and, and Brother Logan, the Lord dropped these scriptures into my heart. And actually I was I was I was I was going through that internal struggle of prayer. You ever have an internal struggle in prayer? And these scriptures dropped into my mind. And I felt that nudge, Brother Jones. I felt that that push from the Holy Ghost. Talk about this. Talk about, let me see my iPad here. I've got 10 pages of notes right here on my iPad. Nice Bible study, three-point Bible study about the Word of God, about the truth of God, how that we need a knowledge of God, and how we need a conviction of truth, uh, excuse me, a knowledge of truth, a conviction of truth, and I don't remember the third point. A love for the truth. Yeah, I told my wife and daughter about it last night. I had it all I had it all laid out. And I'm praying and God said, talk about the gift. Talk about the gifting. Charlotte, can you put that scripture back up there? The last one. You said talk about the gift. The very next verse, verse 7. One and seven. Look at this. I have not given you a spirit of fear. We've heard a lot about this lately. Heard about it all through camp meeting. I've heard sermons here about it. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Power, love, and salvation. God, give me a revival. Give me a revival. I don't know if any of this makes sense to anybody else. But God has given us a gift. He's given our church a gift. He's enabled us. But somehow we have gotten it up here that it's okay that I do my own thing. Somehow we've gotten it up here that uh, it's okay if I don't use my gift somehow we've gotten it up here we're convinced that if God has enabled you to be a musician somehow we've gotten it up here in our mind it's okay I don't use my gifting. we've gotten it in our mind if if you know if God has gifted us to be a soul winner or a prayer warrior or whatever it is somehow we have become deceived into thinking that I can do my own thing And I hear the Lord saying tonight, nope, nope, you can't neglect that. I've made you a people person on on purpose. I put certain people in your life on purpose. I gave you an ability on purpose. And so maybe tonight, maybe there's just somebody here that would join me and say, you know what? I need to stir up the gift. I need to get the fire going again. Worshipers, Prayer warriors, soul winners, what's your gifting tonight? You say, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm nobody, I, I don't have a gifting. You need to pray, you need to talk to God. Say, God, open the door. Open the door. I, I remember, folks, and I'm not trying to, why don't you stand with me? I'll give you a little bit of hope. But I remember, you, listen to me, I remember coming home from Bible school and my My youth leader, assistant pastor, he said, when you get done with Bible school, why don't you come home and and help me with the youth? And I said, sure, I'll do that. Didn't have anything else to do. So I came home. Brother Parker would ask me to speak in youth service and and do this and that. And the whole time, for, for a long period of time, I'm thinking, I'm not a preacher. What am I? Who am I? And I would just try to be buddies with everybody and I'd just try to just assimilate and just try to go through it. But the Lord let me know one day, you know what? I put you where you need to be, where you are on purpose. You need to fulfill your calling. You need to fulfill your ministry. And if if that gifting, if that ministry that I've given to you has, has gotten, you've gotten sidetracked, it's time for revival, new life time for revival it's time to win souls it's time to reach our city this church has been I think strategically positioned by the Lord and put people in this church for a reason to do great things I wish I could share with you tonight everything the Lord's put in my spirit maybe I will one day but you are here on purpose and God has a purpose for your life don't sell yourself short don't fall short by doing other things and getting wrapped up in so many other things, but neglect not your gift today, but stir up the gift of God. I wonder if you'd just join me around the altar today. Praise the Lord. You can, you can shut off the live feed tonight, but why don't you just join me around the altar. I don't know if the Lord's talking to your heart. I don't know if this is for you. But I, but I know the Lord has spoken to your pastor tonight. I know the Lord has dealt with me. Praise the Lord for new life, a purpose, a plan, a mission. Amen, amen. We've been so distracted. We've had some just so much happening over 2019, 2020, and now 2021. Just we're, we're we seem to get covered up and so distracted. But but I'm just here today to tell you the Lord has great things for us. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Right now, I thank you for your word and Lord. I know this is not our norm, and Lord, I know this is different for, for me, Lord, and different even for those that would hear your word and your voice in this service. But God, somehow we, we trust you, and we know, Lord, that you're trying to speak to us, Lord, even through an, an ordinary way, oh God, tonight. And Lord, it's even hard to, to know what to say in prayer, but Lord Jesus, today, just want you to know we've, we're offering ourselves to you and we're giving ourselves to you Lord in whatever manner and fashion you would use us oh God hallelujah Lord we know Lord that you have called us to minister to one another to edify and to strengthen the body and Lord you have called us to go and to preach the gospel to every creature and I pray God for the people that are here this morning I pray for those that may have heard online tonight that you would stir their hearts even also. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, would you raise up laborers? Would you raise up soul winners, O God? Would you raise up worshipers, O God? Lord, would you raise up prayer warriors and people who would take their post of prayer, O God, in this church? God, would you move in the hearts of individuals? Oh, Lord, don't, oh, God, don't let us neglect. God, don't let us put aside the things, the calling, the giftings that you have for us. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Let's sing this chorus together. Oh, I will be what you call me to be, and I'll say yes, Lord, I agree. My desire is to passionately be what you call me. Yes, that's what I'll be I will be what you call me. Would you sing that as your prayer tonight Would you sing that sincerely and honestly To the Lord God whatever you have for me whatever direction you're leading me Lord God if it's to do something different if it's to be more submitted to you Lord It's to Lord walk through a territory I've never been before. Oh God, oh, that's that's what what I'll I'll be. be. I will be what what you call call me me to be. I'll say yes. Yes. And Lord, I am. To passion. Passionately is to be what you called me to be. Oh, and that's what I'll be. I'll say yes. Yeah. I'll say yes. Yes. yes, I agree. Raise your hands and sing it to the Lord. I'll say yes. I'll I'll say say, yes. Oh, yes, here I am, Lord. Yes. Yes, Yes, I I agree. agree. One more time, sing it. I'll say yes. I'll I'll say yes. is to be what you call me to be oh that's what i'll be praise the lord and i'll tell you something here tonight that when you step out young people when you step out you're going to get hit with resistance you're going to get people questioning why are you doing that? You Say God's call. Let God lead you. Praise the Lord. You can expect that. If you're an adult, you can expect weights, and challenges, and trials. Praise the Lord. Every time I feel like, not every time, but many times when I feel like we're making mo- momentum and trying to push forward, I think. We're going to do something great. We're going to do something great for God. You know what happens to me, Brother Jones? It's like this, the enemy just, whoosh. Distractions, trouble, this happening, that happening. You push through that. We've got a work to do. We've got great things to do. Praise the Lord. I love this church family. I love you know God's got great things for you. Jesus, I love you. We thank you for your word tonight. God, thank you for the way that you are working in our midst. And I pray, oh Lord, a special blessing on every person here. I pray a blessing on our church family. Lord, for those that were not here tonight, I pray, oh God, that their faith would be stirred, inspired, Lord, to do a work. We know, Lord, that your return is soon and our time is short, oh God. But I pray, oh God, that we Be faithful in that which you have called us to do. We pray in the name of Jesus. And somebody say amen. Amen. God bless you.